Welcome to the podcast, Use Your Powers for Good. I'm your host, Carolyn Ophamoselle, and I'm so glad that you're here. This is a podcast to inspire leaders, managers, and supervisors to use your powers for good and put more kindness into the world. Today's guest is Lewis Flax. Lewis is hired by associations and nonprofits whose revenue is down. What they want is innovative, creative new ways to generate income so they can grow and thrive. You can learn more about his firm, Flax Associates, at www.flaxassociates.com. Lewis is going to talk to us today, well, talk to our nonprofit community today and other leaders who will be able to um, use the information as well on how to use your story to impact, influence, and persuade. Welcome, Lewis. We are so glad that you're here. Thank you, Carolyn. It is a pleasure to be here today. So tell us about your work and who you help and how you help them. Sure. Work with nonprofits so they can be more impactful, influential, and, and to be persuasive. And I do that through a number of ways. And one way is to one way is to teach or work with them on how to be more impactful. And when I say that, uh, Carolyn, I'd like you to think about either a TV show or a movie that really stands out, that you really enjoy, that you, that you really like. Um, I let's, let's The Brady Bunch. I know that is so old school, but that was like my favorite show. And even, you know, I've w- always watched the the. The, the the ones that, that when they're older and everything. So I'll, I'll go with the Brady Bunch. That was my happy place. There we go. The happy place. It, it, was, it was the Brady Bunch, not the Partridge family. And, right. and, I, I, do, and I do, Carolyn, I do remember that. Friday nights, that, that was must-watch uh, TV yeah. as well. So at the beginning of a Brady Bunch episode, I know we'd see the they look like zoom boxes today but mm-hmm. we, we'd see that we'd see the different families and they were in their different uh in their different boxes so what stood out about the beginning of of the show i loved how like like the two families came together and created a unit of one and you know how they just they they had family disputes but they always seemed to you know, work together to work it out for the good of the whole family. All right. And is there any incident or any situation that stands out in terms of at the beginning of the episode or one of the episodes? Um, I recall an episode where, um, and I always go back to Jan. I mean, sorry, to Marsha. Marsha. And, you know, I'm sure everybody remembers the whole Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. But I always um, go back to Marsha because um, I remember the incident when she got hit in the nose with a football her brothers were playing. And um, how, like, devastated she was because, you know, as a teenager, your, your, your appearance is like your world. So she was really devastated. But the beginning of that episode, it was just, you know, the boys being boys and, you know, just playing, you know, having an innocent game of football in the backyard. And she came out to say something to them and the football hit her in the nose. Yeah. So what happened in the beginning of that episode was there was action. There was drama. And they probably didn't tell you all the facts. They probably didn't tell you all of the details. Maybe the football hit her in the nose. You wonder who threw it. 
or the football hooter knows maybe you didn't know well, was she really hurt was she not hurt is that true um that's true until like later you saw like her nose was really big and bruised right so when the tv show or theater production or a movie when it starts in order for them to grab our attention they don't tell us all of the details they leave things out and they leave things out intentionally and when leaders communicate and here in my world it's working with nonprofits and it also applies to businesses when they start to tell a situation they start to share background often what is it they they say they say well the organization was started in 1954 or wait let me tell you about our programs and then they start to tell you about their programs mm-hmm. and then sometimes they'll even go further well when i joined the organization and wait but well before that i did such and such and then sure. next in my career and Carolyn, when we start to hear that, what happens? Uh, we start to drift off because um, nobody probably cares about the, the the next 10 seconds of that, maybe the first five seconds. Yeah, absolutely. We, we as you mentioned earlier, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Well, here it's boring, boring, boring. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> once they start to discuss their background or the information on their organization, The question is, well, how does that relate to me? How does that relate to us or, or why should we pay attention? So today we're going to focus on a method, uh, one approach to use to make it more interesting. Okay. And we're going to borrow from either the movies or the TV shows. And, and the, the reality is it doesn't matter whether it's a James Bond flick, mm-hmm. whether it's Black Panther, whether it's when Harry met Sally or you know Star Wars mm-hmm. for any of these movies for any whether it's the Brady Bunch they all start that way. they all start that way where they mm-hmm. keep you off balance you don't know what's going to happen you're not sure where they're going to go next all you see is action or you see a situation that leaves you interested it also a little confused mm-hmm. and the recommendation in terms of this approach is we're going to borrow from what the movies, the TV shows and theaters, we're going to borrow from what they do. And the way we're going to do that is we're first going to share an incident. Right? And when referencing an incident, here we're talking about something that occurred to us with someone else or with others. So the incident is personal. And then that incident should have happened or taken place within 24 hours. And the more personal, emotional, and impactful, the more our listeners are going to jump in and be interested. So we want to start off with an incident. Mm-hmm. We're not telling all the backstory. We're not giving all of the information away, which is typically what we would do. Right. And then after we share that incident, which would take no more than two or three minutes, then what's the point? Why are we telling them this story? Why are we sharing this with them? And the point should be very succinct and brief. At most 10 seconds. And one point, not three points. Mm-hmm. And then what action is it that we recommend that our listener or the person we're speaking to, what action do we recommend that they take? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so we want to think about incident, point, action. And when we do that, we're going to be far more impactful and persuasive, and we're going to be better leaders. 
So in my work, often I deal with individuals and associations or other nonprofits, and either their board members or some folks that they work with, they may be hesitant about asking for funds. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to fundraising or asking for money, a lot of times people get queasy, they get uncomfortable. Yet if they can share an incident about how they felt, related to if it's a group that's uh, looking to fight cancer or looking to prevent poverty, mm -hmm. or if it's at an association and they're looking to convey the value, they can share a specific incident about a member or about right. uh, sponsoring what they encounter. And then it's far easier to come to the point, right? And mm -hmm. then the action. The action could be asking for funds. The action could be to volunteer. The action mm -hmm. could be to attend an event. So in my work, it's incident point action, tying it back into raising money. Yet for leaders, it doesn't have to be just about fundraising or mm -hmm. sales. It could be about dealing with an individual mm -hmm. uh, at, at, at a specific meeting, uh, on a podcast, mm -hmm. in an e-newsletter. There, there are many areas of our life that we could use. So, Carolyn, we had talked about this briefly, and you mentioned that you had a, a situation that was a bit uncomfortable mm -hmm. um, that you dealt with. So why don't you share that incident with us, and we'll walk through that. Uh, this is awesome. Um, I love that, that you have this process, and I think that people can use this, like you said, to, you know, to, to attach to their leadership um, as they're going through the different situations that leaders face. So I had an uncomfortable, um, an incident of an employee who, he had a body odor situation and it was brought prob to my prob attention. Prob probably not easy, yet something that as a leader, you need to deal with. So, yes. so go ahead and, and jump into the incident. You're you're there. What occurred? So I um, I was. It was brought to my attention. I went into his office and sat down and said, you know, this this I have I have I need to talk to you about something that may feel a little uncomfortable, but I just want to let you know that I am here in a supportive way and not in a judgmental way. So I, I just want to bring this to your attention so that you can take an action. And, and so, what did he say? He's, you know, he was shocked that that was the case. Um, that was his initial response. Like, oh, like me? Like, you know, what is this? And then he, he did say, well, he had been undergoing some medical um, procedures that may be the reason that is happening. So I, I, you know, told him that if he needed to take the rest of the day and go and, and address it, I just wanted him to not feel uncomfortable all day while he was at work. So I gave him permission to, you know, just take a couple of hours or the rest of the day it was a late afternoon um, to go and address it. And um, he was very appreciative of that. Understand. And from uh, that incident, what point would you convey to either that individual or to us, uh, uh, those who are listening as leaders? What, what would the point be? that as a leader, you are going to have uncomfortable conversations, uncomfortable situations and conversations. So so the, the point is there will be uncomfortable situations. Yes. Definitely. And then what action, what action would you recommend that leaders take? Addressing it immediately. 
um, a lot of times we like to just because it's uncomfortable, not deal with it, hope it'll go away. But addressing it immediately um, is the action that I took and that I recommend. Absolutely. So the action is to address it immediately. Yes. So let's come back, Carolyn, and we'll, we'll debrief what you covered. Mm-hmm. So during the incident, you covered just the f- what happened when you walked into his office. Mm-hmm. Now, often people would share all of the different people who came to you, maybe other people in the office sending emails or discussing it. You kept all of that out. You could have mentioned something that happened a few years back in the office that was somewhat similar. Mm -hmm. You kept it. Mm -hmm. You could have mentioned other issues. You could have brought it up in a staff meeting. You didn't. What you did was you just talked about what occurred when you walked into his office. Now, Carolyn, when you state that, or if I shared that, or if anyone who's listening, if they shared that, can anyone refute that? No, I mean, I, I, no, that my, my short answer is no. My, my little, my more expanded answer is, you know, a lot of times as, as leaders, we think addressing one person's situation is when you said staff meeting, going into a staff meeting and making a general announcement and, you know, hoping the person that it's directed to will um, hear it and do something. Yeah, and, and here you, you addressed it head on. Mm-hmm. You addressed it with that individual. Yes. And for all of us who are listening, we can't refute that because that's your story. That's your incident. That's what happened. And it was personal for you because you remember it. And I'm sure it was personal for him. Mm-hmm. So as a result, when we're listening, and if you were speaking to someone else to convey to them, to influence, to have them take action about the situation, maybe not related to body odor, but related to a difficult situation that they faced, they can't refute that. Right. And then you make the point, and then the action in very brief, concise way to address it and to address it, to address uncomfortable situations and then to address them immediately. And when using that approach or that formula of incident and point and action, it's very tough for people to refute that and you're likely to be far more persuasive and influential, mm-hmm. which is the reason why we're here. Because as leaders, that's what we want. And the easy way to deal with the situation that Carolyn described is to walk away from it, is to avoid it, is to not take action. Mm-hmm. Yet as leaders, that's not what we want to do. We all want to make sure that we are stepping up, being proactive and addressing situations that might fester, could get worse, or people will become uh, demoralized or, or unsure. And, and then there's a vacuum or a lack of leadership. Right. So it, 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 uh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and that person at the end of it all, um, you know, as time went on, felt supported by me and felt, um, you know, that I was not, I was going to have his back. You know, because I I came to him and took some immediate action um, and addressed the problem immediately and, and, you know, helped him to take an action. And, you know, there was no, you know, public 
um, um, public announcement in general about it so that, you know, people could start saying in a staff meeting, well, who is it or who is it? And in this case, it would have been, you know, somewhat obvious as to who it was. So, you know, I think at the end of it all, as a leader, that it was important for me to um, create that you know, create the bond that you create when you are um, managing people and you are, you know, you are responsible for their success as well as they're responsible for your success and the organization's success as a whole. Absolutely. And this ties into associations of nonprofits where they're looking for funds, whether mm-hmm. it's sponsorship, whether it's major gifts, whatever they're looking for, they could be more impactful when they use this approach. Mm -hmm. And I coach and train many organizations on how to use this. It also applies to being more persuasive Mm -hmm. as a leader in in many business settings and even at home in terms of Mm -hmm. um, persuading or influencing others to take action. Mm -hmm. So my suggestion is for my suggestion or the action that I recommend is for others to try incident point action to get better results. Oh, this is awesome, Lewis. And I think, um, like I said, I know that I know that um, industry wide um, across industries, this can be applied. Um, and you, you know, your focus, of course, is the nonprofit industry uh, sector. But I know that you know this can be applied uh, across industries. And you, when you talked about um, fundraising, I know that um, fundraising, whether you are a board member or you know the person responsible for raising funds, it's you know no matter how confident you think you are, you it's always feels like an uncomfortable situation. So I think that this approach helps put some um, perspective and content around your delivery of what, you know, of your ask. Thank you, Carolyn. And thank you for running and hosting a podcast that, that leaders need because mm-hmm. there's a lot of suggestions that the situations that they face are often difficult and there are not often no right answers. So it's a question of having different approaches and ways to address Yes, I mean, I always say it's, it's it's lonely at the top when you know when you're being a leader um, because you come into like who knew that I was going to come into a situation around like body odor and you know and how that situation although it's personal to someone it also impacts the whole team um, because you know it's a distraction and you know and and that's why it's important when you have these types of um, incidents, you address them immediately so that the person can, you know, take an action. Um, so Lewis, thank you so much for that. And, you know, and, um, I'm hoping that people will be able to maybe plug in a situation of their own so that they can, um, use those three, um, points to convey, and um, to influence and persuade um, and have a greater impact with their leadership. So tell me, Lewis, can you give us your best leadership tip? Well, I'm going to stick with what we covered. Mm-hmm. I want people to really give this a try and practice it of using an incident and then following that up with a point and then the action that they would like people to take. Okay. Can you repeat that one more time for those who are writing it down? Your incident, point, action. Got it. 
All right. Got that incident point action. So um, one more question for you, Lewis. Tell us how you put more kindness into the world. In my work with nonprofits and associations, uh, many of them are struggling now uh, during the pandemic and having difficult having difficulty. So in my work, I feel um, energized when I can work with them on a coaching or a consulting basis to be able to raise more funds so that they can make an impact and they can make a difference. Awesome. Awesome. So, Lewis, thank you so much for being here today. And so tell us um, how we can reach you if we are, if anyone's interested in working with you or learning more about your work. Sure. Feel free to visit my website, www.flaxflaxassociates.com or email me at lewis, L-E-W-I-S, at flaxflaxassociates.com. Excellent. So again, thank you so much for joining us. And I want to thank the audience so much for joining us today. And until next time, be better today than yesterday. Be better tomorrow than today. Bye for now.